Come on. Strong, the powerful Mark Schoen has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me, George. Looking forward to uh, chatting with you again. Yeah, likewise. Mark is a CFP. He's a financial advisor with Allworth Financial. Again, excited to have you back. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, recent change, actually, becoming a, a financial advisor with Allworth Financial. Uh, ran my own RAA for a number of years and have recently partnered with uh, Allworth Financial really as of this Monday, this past Monday. Um, so the thing that uh, going right to the love what we do part, um, what this allows me to do is do more of what I enjoy and less of what I don't. So um, the don't part is the payroll and HR mm. and managing an office and, and those types of things. Um, so I'm really eliminating that. And um, now I just get to focus on the client work, which is which is great because that's the stuff that I um, that I love to do. So we're still doing our our um, obviously wealth management, financial planning work, investment management. All those things are, are still in place. Uh, but now I get to focus on the on the good stuff. Um, from a personal standpoint, I know we talked last time. Uh, two main interests that I have on the personal side. One of them has gone to zero and that's our music and our band right. <laughs> because of COVID. So we're just relaunching that. So I'm excited about getting back to work there and been hired to, to play a couple things. So that's going to be exciting. And then the other part, we just saw a big explosion, which was in the golf world. So that's the one thing that people could do. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you recall, I was involved in a, at a charity there called Youth on Course. And they've seen the rounds for um, youth go up about 4x in a very um, difficult environment for fundraising. So that's, that's kind of been interesting, but they've, they've managed it pretty well. So some good, some bad, and uh, try to make uh, lemonade out of lemons um, from, from, from last year. So that's what's going on in my world. Got it. And from a, uh, from a, from a planning standpoint, what is, or just sort of aside from what we just talked about, what's, what's really top of mind for you? Yeah. Um, so I think there's a couple things that just, personally on this is uh it's a reset for me because i've gone from managing an entire business so working on the business and working in the business to now really just working in the business and and doing the, doing the client work so as far as my own goal setting and and what what we're trying to do to create a great client experience and, and great client outcomes uh it's been different um it's a transition to goal setting and those types of things. I think from a client's perspective, what's top of mind, um, which is really important is last year was a time for reflection. So people had a lot of time on their hands, right? So they're sitting around at home and looking at each other and, and having discussions. So um, I think it's allowed people to do a lot more goal setting um, and really figure out what they want to do. So just as, as an aside, we've had 20 clients over the last year that have moved. Mm-hmm. So um, a little bit of freedom in the in the in the in the workforce, and um, what's really top of mind is planning more for the future, which is is a positive that's that's, that's come out of this. So we've done a lot of uh, planning around uh, moving, uh, changing of a work environment, um, really get into the goals and things that were crowded out before in kind of the crazy world when you just get running you've got kids and you've got your work and you're doing all those things people can sit down and reflect about things that um 
we've thought are important for a long period of time, but it came front and center. So I'd say those are the things that are really top of mind. Fascinating, right? Let's just re-examine the environments in which we live and we work. And while we're yes. doing that, let's go ahead and change both of them. <laughs> yes, yes. And it is it is interesting because I think um, – you know, this happened once before, kind of the whole work from home and that type of thing. It happened once before, right, like at the launch of the Internet, mm-hmm. right? And there's a kind of a famous story. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, I've heard it. It is uh, Marissa Meyer at, at Yahoo. Um, they went to a complete work from home environment uh, back, in the, back in the day. <laughs> and she went to her tech people, and they found out like 30% of the workforce hadn't even logged on to their computers in 30 days. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> so it was like back to work. So, so I think it'll be interesting to see who comes back and in what form. And I think that the flexibility will stay there, but it, it will be, uh, the snapback part will be, will be a little bit interesting. A third of the company hadn't even turned their computer on. Yeah. That, that probably wasn't so great for them, but that's true. Amazing. All right. So when, when, when people approach you or for people who are listening, uh, and they say, okay, I, maybe I can do this remotely. Maybe I can live in a, a different city, a different state, a, 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 a different country even, yeah. and talk about goal setting and thinking about that. What are some of those components? How, how, how do people engage in that process? Yeah. So I think there's certainly a financial component that, that goes there. So some people are moving to states that are a little more tax friendly, uh, that, that type yeah. of thing. Um, but I think it also depends. Uh, I just, we try to have an honest conversation about what the future might look like, right? So if you have people that are very young in their career, um, we've actually had discussions about um, maybe mentoring and being closer to the office and spending some time in the office is going to be important for, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so to try to think through some of the some of those things. Um, for folks that are further along in their career or more in, independent, um, I don't think that's as much of an issue. Um, but – you, we try to just look at you know how does it change the cash flows going forward, just purely financial. So, yes, taxes, savings rates, um, but what happens to the spend? How does that change over mm-hmm. time? Is there more discretionary spending that's that's going on? So, we just want to factor in all the um, different um, components. Then some of the specific financial decisions are you know are people going to sell the homes that they're leave that they're leaving? Are they going to um, you know, buy, are they going to rent where they go? Are they going to, are they going to purchase? Um, a lot of people talk about converting existing homes to rentals, that type of thing. And, um, a lot of times they leave some of the tax laws out there, some of the capital gains exemptions and those things. Uh, they don't think about those different components. So there's different elements to discuss when it comes to changing states and uh, look into future work environment. And, and we just try to map all those things out from a cash flow standpoint uh, to make sure that uh, that it works for them. Yeah, it's that's a it's it's a, a fluid thing, right? Because we don't know what what work from home is going to look like or what remote work is going to look like a year from now or five years from now, um, probably be some kind of a hybrid, but that's a very real thing of that proximity to senior management. If I'm 25 years old, I probably ought to get myself into the office and showing up and create a personal relationship, at least as, as strong as I can make with folks that I am, you know, wanting a mentor relationship or who will decide whether or not I'm moving up the food chain, just that's, that's a reality and it might Mm -hmm. not be good or it's not good or bad. It just sort of is that if I see Mark every day 
and I'm having a coffee with him in the morning and your qualifications are the same as, as Steve's, then you're probably going to get the promotion. It's exactly, you're dead on there. And I think it's, it's missing a little bit from, uh, that, um, that generation potentially, um, top of mind is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So if you see someone every day and you collaborate, um, I also think that there are some significant business leaders of companies that the work from home uh, thing is not um, uh, it's not really supported as well. Um, you know, anecdotally, I've heard, you know, Tim Cook is not a big work from home person mm-hmm. <laughs> from what, I, from what I've uh, under, understood. So I think it'll, it'll depend. But I think the flexibility will be will be good. And some people have it in them and some people don't. And, and you're going to find out pretty quickly who those people are. Yeah. You know, life is always a series of trade-offs and uh, weighing all of the those intrinsic things that, that, that I want versus if I have the cash flow and just the living and the spending. Uh, and it's not necessarily, doesn't need to be super complicated, but just going through the exercise of putting pen to paper and really thinking about all those variables, so, so important. Yeah. Yeah, and George, you, you look at this. I mean, top of mind, these are the discussions that we're having with clients that we really haven't had. Mm-hmm. It goes to that crowding out part, right? I mean, the, those things are now top of mind because there's the time to have them. So that's inherent, um, you know, silver lining out of out of what's happened here. So I think those are good conversations to have. Yeah, I think that those are good good conversations and. Wherever you're at in life, just I think that you said you referred to it as sort of an honest conversation. Just be really frank about everything and lay it all on the table. And this, the, the the stuff that maybe we didn't want to talk about because we weren't comfortable, like like money or whatever it might be. Let's mm-hmm. let's not and relationships and and everything. It's all it's all right there. Yeah, very true. Exciting. Um, <clears throat> so. In terms of, I know the last time we talked about stock options, and you are extremely well versed in 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 that space. And this is just more of a sort of a conceptual kind of a conversation, unless there's some sort of guidance on it. But as people are working more remotely, and if I can be living in in Minnesota and have a job in Silicon Valley, is that going to change how compensation works? Do you think? I think it it already is happening. So yeah, a lot of a lot of companies just on kind of salary and those kind of things they do adjust regionally, um, and there is some discussion about um, changing the the executive compensation components as well, depending on where um, where you are, um, you know, future grants, those types of things. So um, there's the what how the company is going to react to that that I think is will be a, a key um, component and we talked about it kind of going back to being top of mind and those kind of things I could I think it could affect kind of future compensation that way the other part is really the tax side of what's going on yeah. there right so um, if you're moving to different uh, different state what's the taxation there um, there's a lot of talk about uh, uh, tax code uh, changes, as as we're all aware, um, right now with with capital gains over certain levels. So there is a lot of uncertainty, and I would say hedging going on around executive compensation. On should I just exercise and pay ordinary 
ordinary rates because they're probably going up? Or should I look to exercise and create an AMT burden? Is AM, alternative minimum tax even going to be a thing in the future because ordinary rates are going to be higher? So there are a lot of complications around, um, around, around that, and we talk about both of those things. Some of them we don't control, <laughs> which are you know how the company is going to react and look at executive compensation going forward. The other part is we just try to manage to the best of our ability on the tax side. Yeah, yeah. Got to play the hand that you're dealt to a degree, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Try to read the room and and and, and all that. Um, what uh, has has there been guidance, thought on on crypto assets making their way into rewards like options and things like that? I have and blockchain. Not seen, yeah, I haven't seen that. I mean, blockchain is um, uh, obviously I think something that's real <laughs> it, it's coming in, in the in the form and that's the actual um thing that you can put some value on um in financial transactions etc i have not seen it uh, show up in executive compensation yet it's obviously been a very hot topic with what's happened with bitcoin and some sure. of those things and you see people like you know elon musk taking a big position there um uh, so crypto has become a, a much greater part of the conversation, and there's a lot of talk about the financial services companies making that more readily available, which is really interesting because crypto is kind of the anti-financial services <laughs> um, uh, game, if you, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's a discussion that we're having. I think it's going to be a part of our financial world. Um, but I always go back to – it's still very speculative. It uh, doesn't mean it's it's not a good thing, but it's very speculative. So it's very different from investing, in our opinion. Mm -hmm. And I would say you could be right on a trend, but wrong on the name. So I go back to like the PC world, right? People say, "Hey, PCs are going to be a, a a big thing," and you, you know, in, invested in Gateway and Commodore instead of Apple. So you were right on the trend and wrong on the name. So who knows what form that comes into play? Uh, whether our government's going to create a crypto which is really an oxymoron kind of um but right. um but it is a conversation that's happening but um, not seen as much in executive conversation because it's difficult to to value and it's a real um and you know options if you if you if you did it and that kind of thing how do you how do you pay to exercise and it's just too volatile i think to to see that come in a major way it's a really good point it's probably the worst tool for for to to, to include in options because the values of all those aspects are, are so important. So. Right, yeah. Buy, buy your shares in Bitcoin. It's like by the time that the, the transaction settles, who knows? It could be a million dollars a Bitcoin, but it could also be zero dollars right. a Bitcoin. So <laughs> who knows again? So it, it fascinating, right? Like I think that that's just evidence and everything that we're talking about, the, the uncertainty of, of, of crypto assets or whatever, uh, the uncertainty of the tax code, the uncertainty of work from home, the uncertainty of all these things. It's just evidence of, uh, of the value of doing this planning and taking the time to reflect and really figuring out this is what's most important to me and how can I build a life that I really want to live. Right. And more than ever now, I think it's a point that planning is about making smart decisions over time. Having somebody who's an advocate for you sits on the same side of the table. Now more than ever, it's not a spreadsheet that you created a year ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So you can maybe rip, rip, that, one, uh, rip that one up. Um, and it's really about making smart decisions over time. And it's, it's more important now with everything that's going on than it's, it's probably ever been. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that that's a great term. Uh, the idea of of having an advocate in your corner, sitting on the same side of the table as you, just just another brain who mm-hmm. uh, who who you can be bouncing these things off of, because there are so many variables, and we're stuck in the middle of our own heads trying to make decisions. So, um, and whether or not blockchain and crypto it somehow disrupts financial services or the financial industry. I think that there's always going to be a place for, for financial advice and mm-hmm. people advocating, helping you to make those decisions and guide you through that process. Yeah. Obviously I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have our, we have our fingers crossed on that one. So who do you have a, a, a like a success story or somebody that you can point to say this person's really kind of doing it right obviously not using names but yeah yeah so yeah i i do so i, I look at i work with a lot of um obviously su- successful people but i'll start by saying it's people define success differently right mm-hmm. so um I, if you think about it, we always say like, there's kind of four things that you can do with your with your money, right? You can spend it, you can give it to your kids, you can get it to charity, and you can give it to the government in the form of taxes. Uh, no one ever selects option four that I've met yet, <laughs> <laughs> but the first three are kind of defining, you know, how you want your money to play out over, over time. So, um, client success story. Um, Obviously, one was last name. Let's just call him Ralph because that's his name. Um, but, but if you look, a business, um, a business owner, so he's really um, balanced all those things in a in a very positive way. So he's a business owner, owner, been very successful, but he's also very involved in the community, and he's taken leadership positions in charitable organizations, um, and he is also a leader of his family. So some of the things that happened there are um, with his family, very early on, we actually set up meetings with his kids so they could start to understand finance and really get them involved early early on because down the road they were going to be, going to be um, part of a business and there was they were part of the succession plan and then as that's transpired over the years about six months ago he literally gathered all of his professional advisors in a room with all of his kids a zoom room by the way <laughs> the time six months ago uh, we all got in a room and we talked about what the different aspects and the different challenges that are going to be coming and how tax is going to work with the business and I thought it was really really powerful it was driven by him um, but it was one of the most useful meetings uh, I've ever had with a client and he's just very very thoughtful Um, and this is when I say it's how you define success this is someone who's um, successful in all those different aspects and he has just a a degree of, of focus I believe that he can compartmentalize and focus. He is a work hard, play hard, very, very generous, and he's just very focused and direct in all of those different areas. So um, I want to grow up and be Ralph. I love it. That's what I, <laughs> I, I want to do. I love it. Well, Mark, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, so I I usually go with some um, some mindset things um, when it comes to difference making tips. So I did give a little a little speech to my uh, to my kids when they both graduated, and it was it was kind of the three things that I think are are pretty pretty key. So the, the first two aren't really 
tips. It's it's more of a um, it's a it's more of a mindset. But I would say don't. I, I told them you don't have to wake up every day and be perfect, but you should make the choice to be great. <laughs> right. So you get up every day and you um, you have a choice to make. Just choose to be great and don't worry about being um, being perfect. The second one is just a, a big picture thing, which is, um, you know, it's something I'd put on a billboard. I always hear, listen, you know, Tim Ferriss who says, what would you put on a b- billboard? Mm-hmm. Probably one of the things I put on is, is be nice. And um, it sounds really kind of touchy feely, but it's true. Um, life's better for you. Life's better for the people you're you're dealing with. It it makes you happier, which makes you more pr- productive. Just be nice. But the biggest one, the difference making tip is when you get into conversations with with folks, um, I always say assume positive intent. Meaning, when you're talking to someone else, a lot of times things can be not necessarily combative, but you're sometimes you're sitting there thinking, "What are they trying to get over on me? What what's their point? Where are they trying to um, get to? Does it align with what I'm trying to do?" So, if you have a mindset of assume positive intent when you're having discussions, it's a big difference maker. And um, um, so that that's that's my my go to um, before having conversations, assume positive intent from the person that you're dealing with. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on, come on. Yes. Make the choice to be great. Be nice. And yes, in all of our interactions with others, assume positive intent. I love it. Well, Mark, thanks for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Yeah, you bet. So, um, great uh, website is uh, allworthfinancial.com. A lot of educational material um, there. Uh, they do a podcast as well, which is, is really, really um, solid. So, you can get a lot of good information there. You can reach me directly at mark.shown. Um, so, it's mark with a K, dot shown, S H O N E, at allworthfinancial.com. And then also on all the social media platforms. So, um, there aren't that many shown, so we're not like Joneses, so you can find me, <laughs> Mark Schoen, on, link- on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, etc. Beautiful. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to allworthfinancial.com. It's A-L-L-W-O-R-T-H, financial.com. Send Mark an email at mark.shone, S-H-O-N-E at allworthfinancial.com and on social media. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.